Welcome to the Star Wars Collectors Podcast. This is episode 82, and I am Carl, the co-host with Brian, who is under the weather right now. Hello. And we have a special guest with us today, as this is our episode 82, which is our 2022 year in review, and we have Dwayne with us. Welcome, Dwayne. Glad to be back, guys. It'll be 2021 year. I said 2021. You said 22. That's okay. (laughs) Really? I thought I said 2021. sooner we can get out of 21 the better <laughs> okay well sorry 2021 year in review see this is why this is why brian shouldn't be under the weather yeah sorry can't we're help gonna, it we're going to predict yeah. the future for you folks out there yeah <laughs> we're going to tell you what the best stuff from 2022 is this, this year was kind of weak i thought personally we, me and brian was talking about it a little bit before Dwayne logged on how this year was kind of tough because we didn't even get a whole lot of figures this year for one and not even to mention we'll get into vehicles and stuff too but yep so i guess we just want to get right into it i guess brian sure okay so we'll start out with our favorite three and three quarters figure and since Dwayne's our guest let him go first with what his favorite three and three quarters figure is this year okay well um like you said we didn't have a whole lot to choose from this year um but uh, I'm going to kind of go back to the, the beginning of the year, and uh, I'm going with Vintage Collection uh, figure number 186, which was a Boba Fett. And, of course, we've had almost as many Boba Fett figures as we have Darth Vader figures probably uh, over the years. But uh, I thought they really uh, outdid themselves on this one this time uh, with the uh, attention to detail, uh, with the paint applications, the... Uh, the scaling of the helmet this time to his actual body size because they always seem to always kind of get the helmet on their Boba Fett's too small. So this one actually looks movie accurate. Of course, it was based on, I believe, the uh, uh, Return of the Jedi version of Boba Fett. Um, so, uh, and, and I like the addition of, on this figure. They actually had a soft, good, soft goods uh cape on him that he slings over his shoulder and it actually had little holes in it just like the one in the movie had you know like it was torn and ragged looking and uh, so I just I, I just thought that was a really well done well sculpted figure this time around uh, probably like I said the best so far of the Boba Fett in the three and three quarter inch and uh, there were a lot of, of good figures this year especially with the in- introduction of the uh, the photo reel uh, face sculpts but uh Mine goes to the one that actually doesn't have a face sculpt. Yeah. The card art is really good on this one, too. That's mm, yeah. Of course, that's one of the things we've all said before that really makes the Vintage Collection is how good the car- they do with most of the cards. What about you, Brian? What was your favorite one of the year? Well, I had to look back because I, I had forgotten some of the ones that they had come out with. And uh, look here, I, I think I like the Leia Endor. I, I'd put the Emperor, but I think I like the Leia Endor better. Last second change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I couldn't remember all the ones that were actually released. So I, when I came in here, I was looking at them and decided yeah, I kind of change it. Yeah, I kind of cheated and went to Jedi Temple Archives today to, to look back on everything figure-wise and vehicle-wise that was released. What was yours? And mine was IG-11. I just think this one's this is one of the... I think besides it and the Emperor is the only one that I bought doubles of because I actually wanted to open one of the IG-11s. I just think the detail and the likeness on the figure is just really cool. And 
Plus, it's just a great character in in the Mandalorian series, so it was just one that I liked a lot that made me actually pick up an extra one of where I could take it out of the packaging. So, so and, we go to the other side of the of the yes, the dark side, the yeah, the dark the side of action <laughs> figures. So, do you want to go is, first with that one? Sure, I'll go ahead and take that yeah. one. the The worst, my what I consider the worst three and three quarter inch figure of of this year, and uh, again there were there were a lot of uh, what I thought were you know the vintage collection figures are just you know getting better and better uh, in a lot of ways. But uh, my my least favorite, maybe not the worst figure, but my least favorite was the grief carga figure, um, which was VC number one eighty five just right before my favorite figure of Boba Fett. But, and, and the main reason that I didn't like this one was uh, the paint application. They, they tried to paint on his uh, gray beard, grayish white beard, and it just looks awful, I think. Every, every version of it I've seen in pictures and in my own figure in my own collection, it just doesn't, doesn't uh, look like, you know, and then, Beards have always been difficult for them to put on figures. I know we've talked about in years past about some of the, uh, I think the Rogue, Rogue One figures that they tried to put beards, paint beards onto, and they just looked pitiful. So yeah. I think they would have been better in that scale to have done a version of him without uh, the Carl <coughs> Weathers, without a beard, without that beard. Uh, I know the Black Series uh, <coughs> six-inch scale figure didn't have that beard painted on, so... So that that's the main reason why that one gets my. Plus, it's got a big bulky plastic uh, cape or cloak on, like front and back. It almost looks like it's something from back in the Power of the Force days. And you know, with them putting soft goods on most most figures that have capes nowadays, I don't know why they didn't try that with that one. Uh, Could have saved a lot of money on plastic, I think, by uh, doing <laughs> doing it that way. So, Grief Carga gets my vote for worst figure of the year. It's not my vote, but it would have been my second choice. I kind of debated back and forth. And for mine, I picked, because I'm so sick of this figure. I've been sick of it since episode one, when we got like, I don't know how many, a thousand versions maybe. But the, the battle droid, the um, the Battlefront 2 battle droid that was part of the um, the video game wave release. I just mm-hmm. I just think, oh my gosh, another battle battle droid. And I even think the I even think the card art is weak on it too. I mean just just everything about that that figure um, is just bad to me, I think. And if I will be happy if I never see another battle droid released again. And Brian, what is your worst of the year? Mine is uh, Luke Indoor. The the Luke Indoor that they came out with, it was a Walmart exclusive too. Uh, it had no helmet. I mean, no removable helmet. I mean, I thought that was kind of ridiculous. They did it for Leia, but not for Luke. I mean, it just like the vintage one. See, yeah. I didn't open that one, so I had no idea the helmet was on there. Still, <clears throat> I didn't open it either, but I just know that it's not removable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're. I think you're right on that one. That, that it, uh, and and a lot of people complained on that too. Is why? Why couldn't you? You know. Yeah, make for this something like that. That comes off. It's not like it's a it stormtrooper does- helmet. Yeah, and it seems odd that they'd go ahead and do Leia with the removable helmet and not not him. Well, that's exactly what happened in the vintage line. Yeah. He, his head wasn't, or helmet wasn't removable then, but hers was. That's a good point. I wasn't even thinking of that. I'm like, why couldn't you rectify that error? <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess we're moving on to our favorite six-inch scale figure or above, and since Brian is the six-inch collector among us, we'll let him go first on this one. I wasn't 100% sure this one came out last year, but I picked Hondo Anaka. I really like that figure. They did a really good job on the sculpt on that one, even though it was... Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Uh, I'm like you. I'm not sure if it did come out. I mean, it probably was available sometime in 2021, finally. Uh, it's just been distribution and, and shipping and everything has been so mm-hmm. messed up and, and everything that it's hard to hard to tell sometimes what's a 20, 2020 release or 2021 release. Uh, but yeah, Hondo was a, was a good, for, for a character that we haven't yet had a real life person, you know, play the character or have a, have a representation of him, uh, rumors abound that he's going to be in either the Mando season three and or. Boba Fett, uh, Book of mm-hmm. Boba Fett, but yeah. um, you know we'll see. Uh, it was a toy. That, yeah. It was a uh, Target exclusive, uh-huh. and our, uh, <clears throat> but it was at uh, first it was an exclusive down in Disney. Huh. In right. Four I pack. remember that. Yeah, I remember when they announced that even at celebration, uh, and then you know of course he became available uh, as a single pack. Mm-hmm. So. so- which way did you end up grabbing him? The Disney pack or the solo pack? Just the out single of curiosity. One. Okay. I wasn't going to spend $75 on one figure. <laughs> yeah, good point. What about you, Dwayne? What would be your favorite 6-inch scale or above figure? Well, I uh, I kind of went outside of the box. I, uh, whenever I, you know, the Hot Toy, or the, I'm sorry, the, the Hasbro Black Series figures, they're, they're, you know, nice figures. I think they're more... I mean, they are kind of intended to be a collector series, but they're also more like toys that that you know kids can play with, uh, open up if you're willing to give your kid a twenty dollar action figure. But uh, when it comes to just quality and just absolute you know uh, impressiveness, the Hot Toys uh, uh, line of of figures, I, I'm going to call them figures because they are posable and and you know articulated and, and all of that. Uh, just really, it's hard to beat those. And my favorite of this year that they released was an IG-11 figure. Uh, and if you if you bother to go look at look it up, of course it's not cheap. I mean, they're about $150, so you're really paying for what you get. But this thing, I mean, it is so articulated, and it even has its hands uh, has you know like they can uh, they open and close. They're they're that they have joints even in his knuckles and his. And his hands to, to put one finger or one claw through the, the trigger hole of the blaster. Um, Did you buy it? But they also no, I didn't buy it. I don't I don't invest in in stuff that that's you know that's high end. But it's got like removable uh, chest plates so that you can if you want to do where he sets the bomb off in his chest and everything you can switch that out. And he just comes with all kinds of accessories and the. the weapon or the ammo bandolier and everything so i was really impressed with it with the paint application and the uh, articulation and everything and he comes with a stand that you can pose him on too i was getting ready to say the same thing brian did did you buy it because it sounded like you did a great (laughs) review on it no i just when i came across it you know i was looking looking through what what was available from hot toys through this past year i was like oh wow that's that's really cool so i'm going to give that my vote cool I actually have never seen it I'll have to look up pictures of it later now as for my pick I'm picking 
Jackson. And the main, re- I mean, it's a great looking figure, but the main reason I'm picking it, of all the things that was released this year, it makes me the most jealous that I didn't get it in, in 3.75 inch scale. But it's just a, I think it's a great, it's a great character and a great figure, and I've always wanted him in my scale. I was actually tempted to buy this six inch scale figure, <laughs> but I didn't. I talked myself out of thinking thinking positive that I will get him one day in my scale. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. And we move back on to the worst side. And since me and Brian have the same thing for worse, we will let Dwayne go first on his worst. <laughs> um, my worst, uh, and I am going to go with a, um, a Hasbro Black Series figure on this one, was the Black Series, and this was one that a lot of people look, you know, really, really look forward to, was the Black Series uh, figure of Ray, the, the dark side version, which we saw in a just a split-second scene uh, in the, uh, what was it, The Last Jedi, I believe, uh, or was it The Rise of, it was The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. It? Yeah. 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 Uh, sort of a what-if uh, type, you know, uh, what if Ray turned to the dark side? So Hasbro does this, you know, really cool Ray dark side version with her double hilted lightsaber and everything that everybody was freaking out about. And they put this big plastic cloak hood up on her head, like like with the, a lot of the Emperor figures. And it's not removable, just like with a lot of the Emperor figures. So I think that just kind of you know sort of like you were saying with the luke skywalker not having the removable helmet uh, you know when you're talking about the six inch scale figures they really have the ability to to do these figures with a lot more you know options a lot more you know versions and, and granted we didn't see her with the, hel- the hood down in the movie but still if you're going to have a, a figure that you would like to you know pose or to to uh take out of the box and, and, and do, you know, certain things uh, with it, whether it's playing with it or whatever, just not having that big, nasty, poorly molded hood up on top of the figure's head just uh, takes away from it for me. So I think they kind of dropped the ball on that one. Hmm. I never noticed that it couldn't come off, cause, and I even opened it up and got it out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, I don't own it, but from all of the photo references that I could find, <clears throat> um, it, no one showed a photo of it, you know, either Rebel Scum or, or the uh, Jedi figures, or, yeah, Jedi figures, archives or whatever. Sorry, not Rebel Scum. Jedi Temple archives and then Jedi business photo archives. All right, now you got uh, me wanting to pause the recording and go up there and see <laughs> if it's if it's that way. <clears throat> uh, so who else has got a worst six inch or above scale figure well me and brian have the same one and it is the rancor, rancor. <laughs> oh no the rancor it was so bad it didn't even get enough pre-sales to get produced yep which shows you it's the worst figure of the year <laughs> i mean i know we talked about that some on the last podcast that it yeah. it, it was a disaster from the mm-hmm. start how the stuff they was giving you you know as add-ons and stuff like that was just not good and they waited till what i what we both said was too late to give you a good add-on and still there was no ula which should have been an add-on probably from the beginning for one but i'd have to say it's definitely the most disappointing and not really needed either figure i mean i know i just i just 
even when they first announced it, even though I'm not a six-inch collector scale collector, it just it just smelled like it was going to bomb from the beginning mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, I thought so too. Just because you know nobody was clamoring for this. Yeah, and it's what's interesting. Yeah. Everything they've done, you know, vintage collection wise, is just blown past that gold dollar mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were five around five hundred off from getting it. And what didn't make any sense was that they didn't extend it like they did some of the other ones in the past. Because they had extended them where they needed way more than 500 to get to the number. Yeah, I was surprised. But you said that they'd, when we talked about that last podcast, that they'd already said they wasn't going to extend it. But it just seems like to me, if they'd extended it, you know, I think they would have got it possibly. Yeah, I think so too. They had probably already added, what had they added like, two different bonus figures already and and uh three total uh, was it three total or i was thinking yeah, it was at least there was two two Luke with Jedi, some sort of other salacious crumb and yeah. the rancor keeper finally yeah oh, yeah. yeah salacious crumb is an accessory no but <laughs> 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 well, yeah he's half a so, figure you know you just you're adding adding expense adding expense to your manufacturing and all of that um you know and and you're getting lukewarm well, why would you uh, put salacious in crumb in there? That makes no sense. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree with you that that it just seemed like you know I my in my opinion, oh wait most, there's a Gamorrean most, guard uh, too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that was the first yeah. one. <laughs> uh, most uh, six inch, most black series collectors probably their first thought when they saw that is like, oh great, where am I going to put that? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like the X-wing that ended up on clear. I'm sorry, the Tie Fighter that ended up on clearance everywhere. It's just like, does six-inch collectors want this with that size? And after the um, Tie Fighter didn't do very well at retail. Yeah, I ended up getting one on clearance for fifty bucks. <clears throat> and of so, course, the land speeders ended up at Ollie's, and and uh, you know, just some of the bigger scale items for that for that collection and I'm not knocking it I'm glad that they're making an effort to give those collectors uh, you know other things other than just figures but you know I mean we all know that from way back in 1977 78 that they said we can't make the figures very big or else we won't be able to make ships to play with them ships and vehicles to play with them in and kids aren't going to want just the figures they're going to want the you know to to have those other things those those uh to, to expand their imagination with and uh so that's kind of just a downfall of making that six inch scale figure is that I, everything else just has to be that much bigger <laughs> yeah and i didn't want it to fail i mean i feel bad for the collectors that really wanted it that you know you know they're at the very beginning was all excited and you know and and submitted theirs for it it's just it's sad it didn't work out sure our next item on the list is favorite vehicle. Do you want to go first on that one, Brian? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, even though I don't have it, my favorite one is the Mission Fleet Razor Crest. Uh, I like the like the basically the best one that I've seen. You know, even though it is a smaller scale, because uh, there wasn't a whole lot of vehicles to even pick from, really. No. So, I mean, I, that's what I picked. I've seen pictures of that, and it does look pretty cool. What about you, Dwayne? What did you pick for your favorite? Well, I went, uh, yeah, I went with basically the only one that was available in the three and three quarter scale this year, which was the Antoc Merrick's X-wing fighter. Um, you know, it's kind of like winter by default. Uh, I'm glad we got one. I wasn't real happy with the price point, but you know, of course, it did include a uh, 
a figure of Antoc Merrick. That is the only way to get that figure is to get the X-wing. Uh, it's a, it's basically, and we all know, it's a repainted version of a Luke Skywalker X-wing or a Poe uh, <laughs> oh, Well, no, I, I you know I always say this when someone says that Poe Dameron's is a different. I know it's, it's a T seventy, yeah. but. Right. They look, it's got they look really similar. Uh, engine nacelles and a different kind of profile to it. So it's a different mold. We'll put it that way. But yeah, you're <clears> right. Throat> it's you know it's just another X-wing fighter uh, in a different color. But uh, wasn't expecting it. So again, not something collectors were, were clamoring for. Um, but at least they made an effort to give us a vehicle this year. And uh, so that's my winner for favorite vehicle of the year. <laughs> By default. <laughs> As for me, I didn't even go with the default. I just didn't think there was any good vehicles this year. I'm just so over X-Wings. And and though, like, Brian p- picked the Mission Fleet Razor Crest, it was cool looking, but I just didn't like it that well. So... I just I did I copped out and just didn't pick anything as as a good vehicle this year. <laughs> Which brings us to our worst vehicle of the year. And once again, I think me and Brian has the same one, so we'll let Twain go first on his <laughs> worst vehicle of the year. Well, uh, uh, again, I don't really have there there wasn't really one other, you know, cuz like I said, I think technically the the Antoc Merrick's X-Wing is the only one that was released this year. So my worst vehicle is the one that wasn't released, even though we were promised it. Uh, I believe was the Haslab Razorcrest that we've all invested in and have waited almost a year and a half now for. Um, so it's kind of it kind of is and isn't. I mean, when it comes, it'll, it'll eventually when it does show up, it may be the best of next year. Um, but right now, that's just uh, worst. Uh, I think we've only waited thirteen worst. months. Yeah, because it it started November of last year. Okay, well, it seems like it's been longer, but I believe we were supposed to get it by the end of this year, if I'm not mistaken. I've waited for my, uh, oh, the armor mini bust from Gentle Giant for a year and six months now. Oh wow! Oh wow! Do they have an approximate timeline for that? No. No, they keep changing it. So Brian, what's our worst since we had the same one? And talk Merrick X-Wing because it's yet another X-Wing. Yes, boo. No more yeah. X-Wings. And <laughs> they had to pack us an exclusive figure in it. How long has it been since we've seen like a snow speeder on the shelf? <laughs> uh, well, if you're talking about Black Series, then they just had one last year. Yeah. Uh, vintage collection. Like vintage so. collection? Uh, it's been yeah. several years. Yeah, we yeah, need it like we need like years. a snow speeder back out there. We've just had so many. Uh, have X-wings they had one? Recently. Yeah, there's been one. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, maybe with an exclusive figure to suck us all in or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> suck guys like me in. <laughs> no, suck guys like me in because oh, okay. I don't buy the ships. Yeah. 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 I only buy it when there's a figure packed in. Our next item is our favorite non-figure collectible item. Which we'll let Brian go first on this one, I guess. Yeah, I had to say it's my uh, Lax Sivrak mini bust. I was really wanting one of those for a long time. And for those of you that don't know who Lax Sivrak is, he's the Wolfman in the original version of A New Hope in the Cantina. He's later on replaced with this uh, weird-looking guy with a hat. <laughs> it's uh, like which, some kind of which reptilian. is really sad too, because he yeah, is I know. cool. It was a good, it was a good figure and a good character. I don't know why they got rid of it. It didn't make any sense, but whenever they did the special edition, they took it out. 
Yeah, I've never understood the reasoning behind that, too. So, I mean, I've understood, I, I mean, I don't agree with it, but I understood why they wanted to improve some scenes with special effects, but mm-hmm. why remove a character? <laughs> yeah, I never understood that. And, Dwayne, what is your favorite non Well, I, I, I guess we kind of, uh, every year, now that I think about this, we kind of, we don't really know what to categorize Lego as. Is it is it a figure collectible or is it a? It's more of a. To mean to me, it's a. It's. I mean, it's got many figures in it, obviously. So, but I'm going to go with the the Lego Ultimate Adat Walker uh, kit this year. Uh, again, I don't own it. Can't couldn't afford it. But uh, even if I did was a Lego collector, it would be you know just a real stretch. But I think it's seven hundred ninety nine dollars for one. Uh, it's their second largest kit to this point, as far as pieces wise. Uh, only you know, uh, Millennium Falcon, and it's again impressive. It's an impressive kit. Uh, it's it's definitely you know one that uh, you know would be a uh, for Lego collectors. I'm sure just a uh, awesome thing to own. Uh, I believe uh, my son Wesley was telling me that it it holds up to 40 minifigures inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oops, there's the dog barking at something. What was yours? Oh, mine was, and I, I can't remember, one of you two told me when I was griping about the Monopoly Star Wars Mandalorian, I said, I, we don't need another Mo- Monopoly game. But one of you's like, but it's not. it doesn't play it's, like a regular Monopoly. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> so one of you all said that to me. It was first. me. I can't remember. Okay, it was you. Okay, and so I, I really like it. I, it's definitely my favorite non-figure collectible item of the year, even though it did come with the figure. Have you actually played it? I haven't. I oh, looked at okay. it though, and and read read the instructions, so I'm re- ready to go to play it. But it's 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 definitely a cool item. And I mean, I originally was just got it because I wanted the figure, but then afterwards I thought, you know what? This is probably the the best Monopoly thing they've done in years, Star Wars related. Which brings us once again to our worst non-figure collectible item. And we can let Dwayne go first on that one. Do you have well, a worst I, non-figure collectible I, item? Honestly, <laughs> I don't. Uh, because, I don't know, I mean, you've got, I guess I could, you know, say whatever my worst overall item could also go into the non-figure collectible item group. But yeah, I mean, I couldn't really come up with something for both categories this year necessarily so i'm just gonna have to to uh, uh skip out on that one okay what about you then brian what is your worst non-figure collectible item mine was the darth maul rebels mini bust it uh to me it just doesn't look really good i don't think they they captured the the actual darth maul from that rebels cartoon in my opinion it's kind of like the initial shot of count dooku that mini bust it doesn't really look like him so hopefully they're they're coming out with a better version of that. Yeah, I, hadn't, I haven't seen that one, so I'll have to look that up, too, just out of curiosity now, too. I thought you had seen that. The, the, Maybe the I did. Count Dooku. Oh, yes, I did see the Count Dooku, not not the Darth Maul, yeah. Um, for me, I picked, because I think Hallmark is hitting the point now where they're getting kind of desperate for what they pick for some of their their Star their Star Wars ornaments. I really did not like the Lego ugly sweater Darth <laughs> Vader Hallmark ornament this year. It was a I just thought, Stormtrooper too. 
Yeah, the, well, the Stormtrooper doesn't look as stupid as Vader for me for some reason. But they're both would probably, if I was picking both, I'd pick both. But they, they're they just silly. See, I thought they were kind of funny just because they had put that one in the smaller, you know, scale of, uh, I think it was, was it last year's advent calendar? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty funny. And he had an ugly sweater on. <clears throat> Plus, he was in that cartoon from last year also, the holiday special one. He was wearing a ugly sweater there at the very end <laughs> yeah i see your point but i don't know it just rubbed me the wrong way i thought oh come on why don't we get like somebody else we hadn't done yet as a as a as a lego ornament yeah a character we still haven't got leia i don't think no we haven't because <laughs> so we've that, gotten everybody else you know as far as core characters our hmm. next item is our favorite other item games etc so what did you pick for that brian i picked my uh my sabi lightsaber build i really thought that that was a a cool thing to do and even though it wasn't technically released you know it was technically what i got this year and you know i I did it twice that's how much i like doing it you know just the overall experience was actually a lot of fun and the 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 way that they make the presentation and have you do all this stuff is is really really cool yeah, when you was talking about describing it, you all can go back and listen to that podcast if you haven't. It did sound really cool and really fun as well. Yeah, I think that was our July episode, maybe. And what about you, Dwayne? What was your your favorite other item? Um, mine was um, um, a, a book, uh, and it was a book of um, the Kenner Star Wars Photography, and it was volume number three. Uh, it was uh, a special... Um, sort of a GoFundMe, I think, or a, I forget how, how he funded it, but... Uh, Kickstarter. It was by... Yeah, Kickstarter. Okay, you're right. Uh, GoFundMe's for other other things like that, but um, Kim Simmons, if anyone out there is a, is a big enough Star Wars figure fan, you know that Kim Simmons was a uh, photographer for, for Kenner uh, during the uh, late 70s, early, ni- early 80s, up into the early 90s, uh, mid-90s, actually. Uh, and he was responsible for a lot of the uh, uh, photography on the uh, boxes and the card back, or yeah, not the card backs, um, the the play sets, the, the uh, ships, and everything. When when you see a picture of of all of the figures posed around the ships and stuff like that, was Kim Simmons. So this uh, was his final uh, volume uh, on photography from basically Return of the Jedi through the Power of the Force collection. Um, and um, I believe maybe just a little bit into the droids. He did a little bit for the droids and Ewoks, like maybe the the uh, uh, ships again and the uh, mini rigs and stuff like that. So it uh, you know it's out there. It's available. There may be some aftermarket copies available out there still, or he may even if you go to his uh, I think website is the the man who shot Luke Skywalker dot net uh, or dot com, but I want to say it's dot net um he may still have some copies available it's hardback uh, his volume one was was softback and then volume two and volume three have been hardback it came with if you were a backer at a certain level it came with an exclusive reproduction of a, of a power of the force uh coin um and a uh, poster uh that was specially created for for this uh, volume and uh, so it was just a really neat addition i already had the first two volumes so obviously i had to get to volume three and now he's announced that he's doing a volume four uh which uh-huh. will be his his uh 
returned to photography when Kenner revamped the the line of figures in uh, 95, 94, 95, around that time frame. Yeah, all the way to 2000, I think, is whenever he stopped. Yeah. So that'll be coming out, I guess, next year. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that. (laughs) <laughs> that that photography is not quite as iconic to us as, no. as the uh the vintage and and i told him that i told him as much as well back at uh, fall festival i was like i don't think you're gonna get as many people wanting that one as you did the others i think this was his best one so far too i mm-hmm. think as he's done them he's gotten better and better and his the people that help him pick out the, you know and then do the layouts and and uh editing and all of that yeah i got that one as well all right, my I had a hard time coming up with a, a fav, favorite other item. So anyway, in my stocking this year was a little Hallmark itty bitty baby Yoda dressed in a Santa outfit, and he's you know he's kind of adorable and he's kind of cute. So I'll probably put him in my in my container with my other plushy things. But he's he won't see the light of day for a while, but he's still pretty cool looking. So I ended up after not by default by not trying coming up with anything else, I ended up picking him as my my favorite and that once again brings us to our worst other item Dwayne, do you have a worse other item well um like i said you know it's kind of interchangeable for me between worst non-figure items worst other items and worst overall items but i'm going to go with um and this is kind of because the worst other items we we kind of do you know kind of categorize it as games or or stuff stuff like that etc uh, books and stuff. I'm going to go with the, what the, was the basic Mandalorian Monopoly game uh, that was offered at Walmart and, and some other retailers uh, simply because uh, in in several situations they put it in the same looking box as the exclusive Mandalorian Monopoly game that came with the um, retro Stormtrooper figure packed in and a lot of people th- thought that they were buying the one with the figure packed in it was very confusing to a lot of people Uh, the one with the figure was exclusive to i believe disney shop disney and uh hasbro pulse and entertainment earth was only three places you could could get it on entertainment earth yeah but I know a lot of guys, and even in our Star Wars Collectors Clubs, oh, I got the Mandalorian Monopoly. And we were like, are you sure you got the right one? Because uh, if, if you got it, if you're getting it for 20, 28 or 30 bucks or something like that, and, and the other one with the figure is 50 bucks, uh, you're not getting the same one. So I'm going to say that was kind of the worst other item simply because the, the uh, whether it was, I guess it was Hasbro as well that released the, the game, I guess they own Monopoly. Um, they just kind of messed up. Now, there was a third version of Mandalorian Monopoly that was more geared towards kids that had different, had Grogu artwork on it and stuff like that, that, you know, was clearly different. But uh, that, to me, was the worst uh, marketing and then worst packaging uh, concept uh, execution for the year. Okay, what about you, you, Brian? What was your worst other item? My worst... <clears throat> my worst was the legacy lightsaber for leia due to poor quality they've had numerous people complain about it the little rubber pieces that are on the handle of the hilt actually are starting to peel off and people are complaining about it everywhere that's not good for a high-end expensive item no either. <laughs> no because some things are like a uh, hundred and forty hundred and fifty dollars yeah now is that a uh, who's the manufacturer? That's on that? Disney. Or the oh okay, it's Disney. 
Disney's the one, one selling the ones them. It's one of those legacy lightsabers at, at the park. Okay. Occasionally, they were selling them at uh, like downtown Disney and Disney Springs. Uh-huh. But that was only during the pandemic. I think they've stopped that now. <clears throat> because the parks were closed. Yeah, because the parks <laughs> were closed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's my worst item just because it was, you know, poor quality. Spend all that money and then that happens. Sure. Yeah, that's not good. On my worst item, I had to put this on the list somewhere. During Christmas, you know, once you click on a website and if you're on, you're logged into Facebook, then you start getting these stupid advertisements from the website. Anyway, this Star Wars zip-up fleece jacket, ugly sweater popped up during, you know, the Christmas season. I had to click on it, and it is horrifying. I guess this all goes back to me not liking ugly sweaters since since the the Lego, you know, Vader made my but it's just a i can't imagine anybody wearing that zip up jacket it's just my my worst other item <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. know if you all have seen it or not on, on disney shop or not but it is it is bad looking and so this brings me, me to my probably my favorite category that we do every year is our favorite overall star wars item so <coughs> twain would you like to go first on that well it uh, looks like you and i probably i guess we have the same uh, yep. <laughs> general idea uh, was the continuation of the by Hasbro of the Kenner retro figures, and specifically this year was a wave of Mandalorian figures. Now, for those who don't know, the Kenner retro figures are, uh, of course, new release figures of uh, that are five points of articulation that that are styled after the original vintage Star Wars action figures from the uh, you know 70s and 80s. Um, so there was a lot of controversy when these first came out about two or three years ago now, I think, um, because everybody was like, oh my gosh, they're going to be, everybody's going to be mistaking them for the vintage figures and there's just going to be this big, uh, you know, scammer market out there. But I think they've slowly gained acceptance, uh, and, uh, just for their, for their, uh, novelty and for their, uh, you know, uh, 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 we once we got them in our hands, we could clearly tell that they weren't that similar uh, enough to be mistaken for a vintage figure, at least for anybody that's that has any knowledge of it. I hope there's nobody out there getting scammed by the first couple of waves. Uh, but now this year they came out with ones that are not reproductions or not uh, homages to the original characters. They they decided to uh, jump on the Mandalorian bandwagon and give us, I believe it was nine, was it seven or nine? I think it was seven. Uh, might have been seven figures from the Mandalorian uh, TV series, um, and they're really, really cool. They they did. I think they did it just right because the, the characters that had like capes, well, they did the vinyl capes on them, just like we had got with Darth Vader and and Obi Wan Kenobi and you know Lando Calrissian from the original figures, and uh, of course the the uh, you know the female figures are a little bit shorter. Uh, uh, you know, just to scale, to keep them to scale and everything, and and it just they just look really cool. I mean, I held up the uh, Mandalorian figure uh, and compared him to a, an original vintage uh, Boba Fett figure, and I was like, oh, that's just so cool because they look like they could just you know you could just play them with each other. I think yeah. you did that too, Carl, didn't you? 
I actually I actually got two sets. That's that's also oh. my favorite overall item, and and it it, it is neat. I mean, I, I've added some of the. You can just kind of blend them right into your vintage figures, and they just look like they're part of the the set and stuff like that. I just think they're fun, and they're also something that's a a little bit cheaper. I mean, with I mean, we're all all this year are our vintage collection figures, but we're getting close to twenty dollars a pop now. It's just nice to have something that's a little bit cheaper every now and then that's fun like this. My only complaint with this line that would make takes it from going from from near perfect to perfect, I don't like the retro sticker they're putting on that and covering up part of the, the beautiful card. Right, which at least it's a sticker and not printed yeah. on. So there are certain ways that I know people have said they've, they've been able to remove it safely without damaging the card. So that's always an option. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it using the hairdryer trick, but I've never yeah. got around to it yet. Who knows? Maybe one of these days. But <laughs> well, now the older it gets, the harder it becomes to remove it. It's, I was kept thinking maybe the older it gets, maybe the glue would lessen up a little bit. But you're right; that, that makes me think of store price tags not being able to remove them. Yeah. So, what about you, Brian? What was your favorite overall Star Wars item? Um, I picked the Rebel Blockade Runner playset. I got. Uh, I think I ended up getting like five of them, and uh, me and Bo play with it all the time. I've seen your pictures of, of it, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, we're waiting on the uh, the four-pack of Rebel Troopers to come in so that uh, we can have more Troopers as well. Because we got the Stormtroopers, and we got a whole fleet of Stormtroopers now. That's awesome. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with that. I just wish there was a, a better Leia to use. I don't have a Leia right now, really, that, that reminds good. me. That reminds me. Didn't you have a friend that supposed to look through their yeah their our friend was supposed Star to look for one. <laughs> I will do that actually as soon as we end this tonight. I will go dig and see what's in my box of of, of uh, I've been waiting for, for a long time. <laughs> well, someone didn't remind me. Usually, you're good at reminding me something when I forget about it. <laughs> All right, our next is our worst overall S- Star Wars item and. We'll let Brian go first on that one. I had to pick the Black Series Carnor Jacks. I mean, I like the presentation of the whole thing, the box and stuff. The problem is, it's not Carnor Jacks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they got the wrong figure in there. It was not Carnor Jacks. They picked a different figure to, to put as that figure by oh. accident, I guess. I mean, they, I they probably that. didn't know. But I'm just like, you know, where is the quality control? I mean, shouldn't someone have said, oh, look, this doesn't match, you know, who <laughs> Carnor Jax is. <laughs> now, isn't that, I'm not as familiar, is that the um, uh, com- one of the comic classics uh, where it had the comic book cover and he was like a red, like a Sith trooper or something like that? Uh, or, uh... No, I mean, he is an Emperor's Royal Guard. But okay, he was also a pilot as well. And... He just, uh, they just didn't pick the right, the right, uh, uniform and suit or whatever for him. Okay. It, it just wasn't the right one. So it's just not a matter of when you take his helmet off, it's the wrong head sculpt or anything. It's just the whole wrong. I don't uh, know about that. I didn't look that yeah. part up. I'm sure that's, that's probably part of it. Because <laughs> it was not, you know, it wasn't even close to being the same figure. Uh-huh. All right. What about you, Joanne? What was your, your uh, for uh, me? Uh, I kind of, I kind of. This was again an annoyance type thing, um, like you said, with with that uh, sweater p- keep popping up on you. 
for me, it was a uh, Amazon thing that kept popping up on my, my social media because you know I'd search I search Amazon frequently for and just use the the card keyword Star Wars uh, just to see what's on sale or anything like that. Well, apparently there's a manufacturer out there called Robe Factory, R O B E Factory. Now, you would think, hey, Robe Factory, they're clothing, but no, they manufacture lava lamps. <laughs> And they have made a collection of lava lamps using Star Wars characters that are just as stupid and <laughs> as senseless looking. I don't know if any of you have seen them. Uh-uh. I have not. But basically, the base of it is like the body of, of the character, except it's just tubular. It's just a tubular, sort of like, you know, if you, if you can imagine the Star Wars collector's cups that we've had before, that like the bottom of the cup was just the person's body with their clothing or outfit or whatever, and then the top topper on top of it was the character's head or upper torso mm-hmm. so it's like that and then then it becomes a lava lamp a tubular lava lamp and then the character's head is on top so it's like imagine like a yoda body with his little jedi robes and then a lava lamp with some green lava inside of it and then yoda's head sitting up on top of it now <laughs> <laughs> give me something else to look up later and i too. thought that is just just the concept of it and thinking that someone would want that. I mean, I imagine maybe parents would buy it for their kid's bedroom or something. But even at that, the, I mean, the kids would be like, um, what is that? I can't play with that. that. That doesn't, you know, I don't know. But they did like six or seven, I think at least six figures. I mean, they did Darth Vader and they did the Mandalorian. And they did Yoda and, you know, so they apparently just got a, a license to do it. And they're like, hey, what can we do to use this Star Wars license and try to sucker some people out of their money? <laughs> it kind of surprises me what they will allow, you know, yeah. to license sometimes. Because some of the stuff we've seen over the years, it makes you think, world, they just want that money, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, it's like a sh- it's the shampoo bottle heads that we've seen out there on top of just shampoo bottles, just a... a you know, a cylindrical shampoo bottle, and then they've got a molded head that screws on and off on top. Well, that's kind of the Bow same some of concept. Yeah. Which, that's something that you use and maybe just throw away when you're done. Or, <laughs> he still know, has maybe them. the kid holds onto it for a little while. But, uh, yeah, these are lava lamps. I could see a lava lamp with, like, for, like, Darth Vader, you know, uh, that would just be really red and menacing and kind of have a lot of intricate, intricate molding to it or something, a Sith lava lamp or something, but... Yeah, these were, yeah, if you see them, you'll know what I'm talking about. Robe Factory. And maybe I'm turning somebody on to something. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, cool, lava lamps. I want to go get them all. There'll be like one of those focus collectors. It's like, oh, I need that one. <laughs> sort of like the, the Tiki Cups from last year or the year before last that, that started coming out. You know, a lot of people are, are really into those. And I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying it's not for me. Yeah, I'm the same way. They've even done Universal Monster Tiki Cups. I'm just like, I just don't understand the appeal for them. (laughs) (laughs) So my worst, I didn't actually pick an item. I'm just picking the same thing I picked last year. I'm picking distribution again this year as the worst overall item. Because, I mean, if you're not online instantly when something goes up for pre-orders, 99% of the time it's gone within a couple of minutes. Um, Example, I was three minutes late on the... um, I was either three to five minutes late on the um, the the droids and Boba Fett, and I was only able to get a pre-order in for C-3PO from Target.com. That's my most recently disaster of trying to pre-order something online. I got two of the just, three. I didn't get Boba Fett. 
Okay, I, I didn't get art, so I'm hoping to catch art, but it, distribution is still a mess. I just I just don't understand why with pre-orders, you just don't pre-order and sell as many as you can. If, mm-hmm. for some reason, you sell more than you've already planned to produce, then you just, you just send more. out e- you just send out emails and say, "Hey, you're gonna. There's a delay, but you're gonna get this. You're gonna be on the second shipment or something like that." So I'm picking distribution again too, because sometimes I just don't understand. Like it's like they. I know they want our money, but the way they the way they distribute this stuff, it just seems like they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Yep, I agree with you. <clears throat> that brings us to our very last thing of the year. favorite item acquired in 2021 but is not from 2000. This is also always one of my favorite ones we do every year. So, Brian, would you like to go first on this one? Sure. I got Kia Mall. I thought that was my favorite. I mean, I also got Jan Tosh as well. It's uh, figures from the droids line. Oh, yeah. And, I remember uh, when you mentioned that. Yeah, I got those, uh, which brings me down to only needing four figures now. Uh, too bad three of them are like the most expensive there is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am with the Power of the Force too. I'm down to the kind of the the last six, and every one of the six except one is the real is really expensive, except for one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what about you, Dwayne? What was your favorite item acquired this year, but is not from 2021? Well, mine, uh, of course, 2021. One of the great things, uh, you know, as you said, uh, distribution still was just awful, but. The great thing about 2021 was the return of toy shows. Mm-hmm. Yes, in person, getting to go out and shop and hunt and look and and seek and actually touch what you're buying instead of having to, you know, take a chance online. So we uh, we did a road trip up to Columbus um, to the uh, Columbus Toy Show, and I was able to fill in a hole uh, that has been there for a long, long time by purchasing a vintage Imperial shuttle uh, at that particular toy show. Uh, kind of, you know, splurged a little bit, but I hadn't bought anything to fill in, you know, t- for my vintage collection focus in a, in a long time uh, because I just don't trust buying stuff online uh, that it's going to be in the condition that I want it to be in. And it seems like everything online is overpriced anyway. And if you go to a toy show, sometimes you can negotiate prices, which I was able to do and felt like I got a good deal. So a vintage Imperial Shuttle complete, uh, not boxed because I don't buy boxed uh, vintage ships. Out of cost and, even uh, more, so that's a good thing. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. not yeah. One of the, Didn't uh, I own a piece of this shuttle for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, had to uh, borrow some cash from Brian at the last second because I. <laughs> It's always nice to have a buddy, though, that has some spare cash. Yeah, yeah, sure. Very cool. That's a nice pickup. My favorite item is something that I actually had as a child, and it's something that just kind of disappeared. I don't know if it got lost in a move or what, but I've always liked it. And I actually saw one pop up on eBay one day, and it was really cheap, and it looked like it was brand new, so I grabbed another one. I'm sure you all may have seen it before, but it is an R2. It's a vintage R2-D2 light switch plate cover. I have one. And it. Yeah, and and I just I grabbed one because I always this one I remember having it on my wall, wall when I was a child. I don't know, maybe it got broke, but I just don't remember it getting broke. So I grabbed one off eBay this past year, and I was I was kind of thrilled to to grab one. Yeah, I don't know what happened that, to mine. I I had to buy one, you know, later on, and because I didn't have an R two D two one whenever I was a kid, I had a Darth Vader. 
But uh, I, I ended had... up getting another one later, an R2 D2. I still haven't got a Darth Vader one. No, I, I've never had the Darth Vader one. I just so I just I guess this was kind of like you know I usually try when it comes to the vintage stuff I stick with the action figures and stuff. But I just was feeling sentimental when I seen that and it was it wasn't very pricey. I thought I don't know what it looks almost brand new, so I'm gonna grab it. And I was and just you know one of those like Dwayne was talking about. Sometimes when you see pictures, you don't get what. But it, the picture did match. It looked really good. So that was my favorite item this year. So, Brian, when you had your Darth Vader switch, did you literally go from the light side to the dark side every day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you switch to going light side, dark side, light side, yeah. dark side. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really great that we were, we're all able to, you know, kind of, of course, I didn't have a vintage shuttle uh, when I was a kid. That would have been uh, past the time that I was still collecting toys seriously. Yeah, I didn't have uh, one either, but I got one later. To finally have one, you know, to hold one in your hands and to see how it operates and, and all the little features to it and everything is really neat. And, uh, of course, you, like Carl was saying, that something that you know you had as a kid, but somewhere along the way it got uh, uh, misplaced or broken or something. And then now, you know, as an adult, uh, you know, hey, you know, if, if, if that's your your uh, decorating style still <laughs> yeah <laughs> you get your last switch cover and slap it up in your bedroom or wherever and just yeah. uh, go with it and it's really cool looking it's just like why don't uh-huh. they make stuff like this nowadays <laughs> sure yeah i think i've seen one not too long ago i want to say it was at a swap meet or somewhere or someone's yeah, one of the R2 collector, focus collectors in our group, maybe uh, Craig Ossie or somebody had, had one or was selling one, uh, but it was kind of yellowed looking and, you know, how that plastic kind of uh, sometimes will change colors from white to yellowish or brownish whenever they get older. So. Yeah, mine doesn't work too well. I had, I had to quit using it. I had put it up on, you know, in the Star Wars room as the light switch, but it wouldn't hardly flip the switch, so I had to stop using it. See, I didn't. I didn't even put this one up on the switch because I just thought, knowing my luck, the first time I turn on and off, it'll break or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But I, I was just happy to have it again. So yeah, I guess sounds like we all pretty much uh, uh, had a, a pretty good 2021. Uh, it's time to, to, to flip over the calendars into 2022 and see what comes. Uh, some some exciting new uh, additions to the Star Wars universe uh, with new TV series. Uh, on the horizon tomorrow and, uh, as we record this yeah <laughs> hopefully uh, a lot of new uh, action figures to go along with those series and uh, a lot of better availability uh, and and uh, distribution in 2022 uh, uh, you know we just need to continue to express our concerns with those you know like targets and walmarts whenever stuff like that happens the Carl was talking about and uh, you know help each other out when we can uh, if you know I know what we do us guys a lot of times if we're ordering something we'll order one for one of our buddies just in case mm-hmm. uh, somebody needs one I think I, I just recently ordered two of the C-3PO droid uh, uh, card backs uh, droid animated card backs and wasn't planning on I didn't need both of them and I went ahead and ordered two anyway because that was the, that was a maximum you could order and sure enough our buddy Doug uh, decided he wanted one so I was able to help him out with that I got an extra one too yeah so anybody out there who needs a droid get in touch with Brian with a see-through <laughs> droid figure <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, any, uh, that's kind of my closing thoughts for the podcast. Anything yeah. you thanks guys for joining have? us again. Oh, yeah. Thanks oh, for being here. Oh, it's great. I, I was thinking we need to do another vintage one again because that's one of my favorite yeah. ones and have you and hopefully Mike back. Yeah, yeah. That'll be on sometime in hopefully in the next few months in the spring. We can try to do that again. So you want me to read the plugs or do you want to do that, Sure, Brian? go ahead. Okay. And first of all, we want to thank once again our Patreon members for helping us out with the web hosting and stuff. And, and it's still not too late. You can join and sign up even for a dollar a month and help us out with that and it's at patreon.com slash the star wars collector and once again brian's made these awesome little trading cards of, of the action figures and it's not too late to start as the beginning of it as he's mentioned and um you can also find us on facebook.com at slash the star wars collector podcast and we have a nice little facebook group and you can still leave us an iTunes review if you want to. And we're also on Discord. And if you need to contact us by by email, you can reach us at TSWCpodcast at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter at TSWCpodcast. And we have no Facebook shout-out this month. So once again, just a shout-out to everybody that's listened to us and supported our podcast. And happy New Year to everyone. Stay yeah. safe out there. and. And force me with you. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, one quick thing. I'd like to see some people send in questions for Bo. You know, just ask any kind of Star Wars question. I, you know, I like to hear his answers on what his take is on some of these, you know, questions. Just send us a, an email with some questions about Star Wars. It could be any, any anything about Star Wars that you can think of. Okay. Right now would be the perfect... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, because he's been asking me... All the time, he was like, "Is there any more Ask Bo questions?" Yeah, and there hasn't also, been. Also, we should somebody should send in asking him what his favorite stuff was. I mean, come on, because <laughs> you know, you know, here we, we're adults, but you know, Star Wars toys are also made for kids. Mm-hmm. So, without kids, there wouldn't be Star Wars toys, probably. So, yeah, send Bo some questions, people. Come on. <clears throat> Sounds like a top five for him would probably be those uh, blockade runner playsets. <laughs> <laughs> If not top one. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. All right, thanks, everybody. All right, bye. Bye. Goodbye. I hope you feel better. <laughs>